0: Take one, take two, action. Action. You're listening to the Double Take Podcast with Natalie and Natasha McAvora. Uh Sure. Good afternoon, good morning, and good night. You are listening to the Double Take Podcast with Natalie and Natasha McAvora. My name is Natalie McEvora. And I'm Natasha McAvora. And we have a really fun show for you guys today. We are talking Prince William being named the sexiest bald man on the planet. We are talking the <laughs> Call Me by Your Name video and we're not talking about the one with the man named after toothpaste. <laughs> and we are also talking and Miss Jen Shaw from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City getting arrested this weekend. Yes. And we're talking about like we can't we can't get an episode in without talking about a little bit of like cultural appropriation from the white girls, <laughs> as they love to do. So, like as Miss Addison Ray loves to do. <laughs> So let's get into it. <laughs> get into it. <laughs> Thanks for that intro, Natalie. <laughs> okay, so um, a cosmetic surgery company in the UK did a study using Google because I guess they were really interested in seeing if other people thought that Prince William was sexy. Are we sure that it's a cosmetic... Um industry thing and not prince william doing his own it's definitely like google team. search it's him and kate sitting there being like prince william is sexy yeah. Harry's not sexy that's literally what it is go on so according to their research and quotation marks um prince william was called sexy 17.6 million times they created a top 10 list Um, with other search results. So in second place, guess who it is? You'll never guess because it's truly outrageous. It is wild. At 8.8 million times, Mike Tyson. It's weird because like 8.8 million and Prince William got 17 million. He is like more than half- like, more than... Oh, yeah. He doubled them. The he, other guys He crushed thought. the rest of the list. I'm going to tell you the rest of the list in order that they have them. Okay. And then we can give you guys, like, replacement... Replacement. There's going mean, to have to be some replacements on yeah, here. because, because this is list is... Trash. It's, it's incorrect. And we <laughs> are not here to bring you fake news. No. We're oh. here to bring you the definitive list. Go on. Okay. So, in third place, we have Jason Statham, which I don't hate. I do think he belongs on yeah, the list. makes I, sense. I don't know if he's a third place on my list. But I he would be on my list. Yeah, he would be on, on my list. list. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Pipple. And Yes. <laughs> in <laughs> high yes, school five. We <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Um we stan Pipple. Big fans of Pitbull. When the clubs reopen, give me everything is kind of that girl. Like he makes he makes music for he the makes, girls to get yes, ready to. Yes, he does. They he move. he makes the pre-game playlist. Yeah. Okay. Let's all not pretend like Pitbull isn't one of the greatest artists of our generation. Okay. He did a cover of Africa for the Aquaman movie. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh. he yes. was really in his bag. That one. <laughs> um. Following that, we have Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan, like the nineties, yeah, sure, I could see it, but I think Michael Jordan's rude. So uh, yeah, I yeah, you know what? I, he, I don't even think he has style. Like to be quite honest, like no, like every outfit though from the Last Dance was like it, except more Dennis Rodman's outfits. But you know, like I, I can see Michael Jordan. I yes, can see he it. He personally doesn't make my list. But no, not it's, me. But it's um, not offensive. It's not no, offensive. Okay. It's not outrageous to me. Yes. Okay. And then another athlete on this list, Floyd Mayweather. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's a man. He's he, a bald man. Yeah, he's a person. Very rich. Yeah, a lot of money. This one, this one gets me though. John Travolta. <laughs> Next one, please. Next one. No comment. Okay, Bruce Willis, who I would maybe put on my list, but Natalie and I were thinking that there's... We think that there's some shit out there about him. Yeah, yeah, I don't trust that man at all. No. No. No, I feel like actually, you know what it was? I'm pretty sure he went on like an anti-mask tirade in a convenience store or something, I swear to God. Like, that was it. And I was like, already... Who cares about you? I only care about your ex-wife, Demi Moore. So. But what about Rumor Willis? She's what star of her? The Masked Singer. What about Rumor? Star okay. of Empire. The only Rumor we're considering is Rumors by Lindsay Lohan. Next, please. <laughs> okay. These last two. These would be more, I think, top of most people's most list. Most people's list. We have Dwayne, The Rock, Johnson, What's cooking? Mm-hmm. And we have star of the Pacifier, Vin Diesel. Yes. Both um, both black. Both, both bald. Racially ambiguous. Both stars of the Fast and Furious movies both pretended to be white for a very long time. <laughs> and they got rich doing so. Good for them. Yeah. So um, we have some replacements for for the ones that we think don't belong um on this list some sexier bald men um who are sexier than Mike Tyson or Prince William or fucking John Travolta <laughs> and Michael Jordan I'm sorry I think that I think that you just slip off this list yeah because Yeah, Bruce Willis too. Bruce Bye-bye. Willis too. Yeah. So, Natalie, star of Selling Sunset, Tay Diggs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's he's much sexier than all of those guys on the list. Yes, Tay Diggs is. has made some some good movies. He appeared, uh, as a client of, um, Mary's in Selling Sunset, and that's, I think, Wait, my was favorite it, no. role. Was it Mary? or It was, was Mary. It? Oh, Him okay. and Mary are friends because he's also Amanda's ex. Oh, yes! We love to see it. And I know he's famous for, like, way more things, but this is the most exciting, in my opinion. <laughs> and following that, like Mike's, Morris Chestnut. A former follower on Twitter of mine. Yeah, he, he's a Natalie McAvora fan. Yeah, he is. Like, shout out to you, Morris Chestnut. I know that you love my work. <laughs> Next up on the list, we have Every Woman's Crush from 2009. Star of every CBS show that your parents love. Shamar, Shamar Moore. <laughs> <laughs> we gave him, you know, we hyped him up a lot. But yeah, too much. <laughs> a little too much, but you know what, he, like... Everyone on there, I think he's... I think that as soon as you say Shamar Moore's name, a lot of women, all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, he's number one on the yeah, list. Yeah, 100%. He's not ugly. Um, And then Easy A star, Stanley Tucci, who... I like... He's not even just Easy A star. Like, Tanley, Stanley... Stanley. <laughs> Stanley. Stanley Tucci is... An icon. He is the moment. He's in every movie we've ever loved, but um he's just his sexiest and easy. Like him and Patricia Arquette are like probably the epitome of the best like movie parents in a teen movie. Best minor characters. You want to talk about memorable moments yes. of movies by Spell Mar- it out with your peas. <laughs> <laughs> we love them. Love so Stanley Tucci's up there, you know, and now he's going across the world uh eating lots of food for television and he had his like little video showing everyone how to make a negroni and whatnot like i just love that for him um and the last one on the list is really just to spite prince william um and we said austin powers dr evil yeah because fuck you prince william (laughs) and that's the only reason why dr evil's on this list So, moving on. Now that we've had our fun. Now that we've had our fun, let's have even more fun. Let's talk about Jen Shaw getting arrested. Yes! <laughs> For anybody that hasn't watched Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, it is a must. It was, Yeah, it was musty TV. Well, oh, um, okay, in the beginning it was, and then it kind of just first... went downhill, and Jen Shaw is truly yes, deranged. Yes, Jen Shaw, her car- when we first are introduced to Jen, I think everyone thought, like, this woman, she's, she's the star. Of she's the, show. the star of the show. And it turns out and honestly, I do truly a little bit feel bad for Jenshaw in that I don't think that she should be on reality TV. She is truly unhinged and actually needs like therapy therapy, not reality TV mm-hmm. or a psychic from reality but TV. But now she might just get prison time. So <laughs> let's let's talk about that.
1: Yes. Who is having
0: that conversation? We are. <laughs> um. So over the weekend, Jen Shaw was arrested along with her assistant Stewart, one, one of her four assistants. Yeah, four assistants. Um, from the Shaw Squad, uh, for telemarketing fraud. She's assistant number one. Yeah. Fyi. Yes. Yeah. Um. So they were arrested for telemarketing fraud over the weekend. Um. And also, um. Uh money laundering or attempt or not attempted money laundering, but intent to launder money. Yes. So it was like, they were like, I was like, what does that mean? They were just thinking about doing it or like they almost did it and got caught. So they didn't get to go through with it. I don't understand what that charge is. Um, But on the show, Jen um, was always just kind of like, I'm a business owner. I do marketing, blah, blah, blah. But you couldn't really find a single thing about like what she actually did. I thought she was like an event marketer. And then on the reunion, she said that she owns the algorithms for digital display ads or some shit. Yeah. Which now we know is like bullshit. (laughs) Um, and it really is just like, Jen was making all this money scamming people over the age of 55. Yeah she, yeah, she was scamming old people. And then she basically pulled, she then she tried to benefit other scammers by creating a lead gen list of all the other people she scammed. And it was basically like, look, these people are so gullible. And then got other people to pay her for that list of other gullible people to scam. <laughs> it is all so funny. And the best part is all of this was caught, like her arrest was caught. Um, by the production team of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So, you know, this is going to be like the best storyline. The in best season drama two. of season two. And that's not even the best part. Miss Shaw, who is not black. Um, she she, th- is, she thinks she is because everyone in Utah thought she was. Because yeah. It's Utah. And she has a black husband and black children. But she herself is not black. I believe she is like Polynesian. Yeah, she's Tongan, I think. Yeah. So, Miss Shaw... Got fresh box braids, ready to go, ready to step out for season two filming. And now she, <laughs> she got arrested in those braids. And I think it's the funniest thing, like the funniest image in my head. Like she was on Instagram, like, you know, glam squad, got these fresh braids. In them, and I'm like, ugh, no. Yeah. Um, and she got arrested uh, in them. That, that was some cosmic intervention. Yeah, it truly was. I think it's hilarious. I really wish we would see that for the rest of the girls that go to Dominican and get their hair yeah. braided. <laughs> like. Uh, truly, you know, the ancestors were like, we've had enough and just get her. And a lot of people are wondering who, you know, who, who snitched? Brooks Marks. That's (laughs) who snitched. That's who snitched. And then he hopped on like TikTok to make an Instagram kind of like, um, to make an Instagram. (laughs) Like, who am I? 70 years old. She went on TikTok to make an Instagram. Um, (laughs) He made a TikTok, like, rapping Nicki Minaj lyrics that everyone was just like, is he shading Jen Shaw with these? And yes, he was. (laughs) My favorite part about this is I heard that they were filming and the FBI shows up at her house and Jen is on, not really, whatever, or she's on location for wherever they're going that day for the Housewives episode. And... The FBI shop at her house and Sharif calls her to let her know Sharif is her husband for those of you who Who didn't I think have is in p- on the scam. Agreed. A lot of people were like, Wow, we love Coach Shaw. We all need a Coach Shaw pep talk. And I, I was, like that, was man, like, that man is way too nice. He is nice. a cult leader. He, he is, is cult way, leader nice. Well, okay let's talk about cult leaders because jen shaw got arrested before mary m cosby yes and you know mary... what That's, this is how jen shaw's gonna stay out of prison she's gonna snitch she's gonna the gonna fuck snitch out, out of mary, mary. <laughs> um people are making jokes like so one of the big plot lines this season was jen and mary's feud that all started from mary telling jen that she smells like hospital because jen had just come back from the hospital because her l- aunt got her legs amputated well this is okay Wait, no, tell your thing first. Yeah, so that was a big plot line. Jen and Mary hate each other. But the thing with Mary is she says that she's the head of a church. She married her step-grandfather that she said is because it was in her grandmother's will. But realistically, I think she just married that man because they were probably already having yeah, an affair. It, well, the thing that's really interesting is on the um, reunion, Andy asked her about it. And she flat out said, marrying my grandpa was actually never in my grandma's will. But that's what she had been saying all season long. And then she took over the church that her grandmother ran, but truly it is just a cult. And she's scamming all of those people as well. And the way she talks to her, what do you call them? Parishioners? Yeah. They're so funny. The one she's like, you look really healthy. And the other one, she's like, you've been gaining weight. Stop eating. Yeah, Mary- Don't do that. Mary's a horrible person, <laughs> like an absolutely horrible person. So it's just really funny that Mary uh, has still not been caught and yet miss Shaw. yes and the funny thing okay so then when Jen while they're filming Brooks Marks and Mary um, Cosby exacting their revenge on Jen that's what's (laughs) happening but while they were filming so Jen gets a call from Sharif and she's obviously around the cast and production and she says oh no I have to go my aunt's in the hospital or and then her aunt came to pick her up (laughs) And I was like, the one that doesn't have legs? I'm assuming it's another aunt. Okay. Well, you know what? People that don't have legs can drive. But I was like, she really uses her aunt for all the drama. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she does. it's her aunt getting some of, like, some residuals from this or, like, what's going on? Yeah. Where the money reside. Where <laughs> the money reside. <laughs> um, and, but yeah, she was tipped off. She ran away. But the FBI she, caught her. They caught her. And then, apparently, also on... film is the FBI interviewing all the women because they show up on location to be like, where the fuck is Jen Shaw? And they're like, she ran. Yeah, and somebody pointed out whether or not Jen Shaw wants a storyline, she's gonna give you one and that's exactly what we're getting season two. And you know what, this is perfect because the tail end of season one was so boring. So boring. Who put your hand up if you don't trust Jen? (laughs) (laughs) So, honestly, hilarious. What a fun story for the weekend. Yes. Gave us something to giggle about. Um, This one goes out to you Real Housewives fans. We're eating good season two. Yes. Now let's talk about another non-black person who likes to benefit from black from culture. Black culture. Mm. We're talking about Addison Ray. I'm so mad that like in the last year, I've had to learn who this person is I because there's was nothing about in her. Peace not knowing who she was. Nothing about these, like, TikTokers is, like, exceptional to me. Um, and yet now I have to know who all of them are because they're on their bullshit 24-7. Yes. So, let me set the scene here. This past weekend, Addison Rae was on Jimmy Fallon to do... Well, to promote her new song, Obsessed, which is not... It is it's not, not it. It is not it. It is not Mariah Carey's it's obsessed. Mar- it will never be Mariah Carey's obsessed. It will obsessed. never be Idris Elba Beyonce obsessed. <laughs> like, basically, it's just, it's mediocrity. And it's probably, it's what we can Ali expect. Larder obsessed. She is not. <laughs> so, yeah. So, she goes on Jimmy Fallon. And before she performs her new song live, they do a little segment together where Jimmy Fallon is awkwardly holding up Cue cards that have song names on them. And then Addison Rae is performing the accompanying TikTok dance. Mm -hmm. And some people are out here saying, like, I don't get what the big deal is. It's just TikTok dances. But what the big deal is, is the majority of these dances were created by Black people who didn't get any credit for them. No credit, no money. And show for Addison Rae actually profits off of doing these dances. She's launched her new singing career off of doing other people's dances. Addison Rae does not create original content for TikTok. She literally borrows other people's dances, mm-hmm. does them, profits off of them, and doesn't give the original creators credit. And I have issues with this because this was an issue that we literally talked about last year concerning Addison Rae and the Demalio girls who were invited to the NBA All-Star Weekend and during the dunk contest won some player, Aaron Gordon maybe, I don't yeah. know, I think that's his name. Um, He didn't win the dunk contest, so I can't remember his name. Yeah. Anyways, that's what you get, you're cursed when you add those little white girls in. Well, he game. tried so hard to win because well, he he brought those girls out to do the Renegade dance while he dunked over Chance the Rapper. Um. <laughs> What a sentence! I know. (laughs) What the hell is going on here? So then, he didn't win the dunk contest, but he did generate a lot of controversy because a lot of people pointed out, like those girls did not invent the renegade dance. A fourteen-year-old black girl did. Okay, so the dance was actually invented by a fourteen-year-old black girl named Jalea Harmon. So, everyone was obviously very upset about this, but then it turns out that she was already in Chicago and was invited to then perform the dance at the halftime show of the NBA All-Star Game. So, that was supposed to be her reparations, I guess, but I don't think she has her own singing career yet. No, she doesn't. Um, and this is really just, like, like white mediocrity, um in it's like peak form because truly, what has she done to earn a singing career to launch her first single on Jimmy Fallon? Which, like, first of all, um, don't even get me started on how much I cannot stand I Jimmy wanna Fallon bring and up that Jimmy fake up, ass Jimmy laugh. Yes, and I want to bring and up- the fact that he is a horrible interviewer, and yes. he's not funny, and. Uh, and just the white and, mediocrity in late night TV, like him and James Corden and Jimmy Kimmel never need to see them again. Yeah. And Jimmy Fallon also last year when and he brought his show back, um, after the, um, after white people rediscovered the Black Lives Matter movement and he came as out. As if like, it, like every time something happens, they like rediscover it. And as if like we haven't, it hasn't existed Existed since forever. At least yeah, so unlike that civil rights movement, hasn't just been ongoing. Yeah, <laughs> since at least four hundred years ago. Yeah, so Jimmy Fallon came out and he came out and he apologized because in the two thousands he did a sketch where he wore blackface to impersonate Chris Rock. So he came out and he's like, "Oh my gosh, wow! I can't believe I did that. It's so awful. It was never right of me to do that. And I'm gonna do better." And the thing that, like, that drives me crazy is a lot of people came out here and made statements, but then aren't actually doing any action. Because to me, if you're doing the quote-unquote work that everyone's yeah, talking what about... Is this work? What is this work well, then that what, y'all are talking about? The work would have been giving the credit to the Black creators of these dances and inviting them on your show there's not a single black person on Jimmy Fallon except for the roots I know and then a lot of people are like well the roots didn't say anything so it might not be that bad do you think the roots are gonna stand there and yell at Addison Ray in the middle of a sketch like of course they're not gonna say anything what power do you think they have on that show they come there they play some music they get involved in some sketches and like that's the extent of it you think that they're in any decision-making positions whatsoever no yes and they're just trying to get a bag. (laughs) And I, a lot of people, when I went to Twitter, a lot of people were like, well, I do the Macarena. Does that mean that like I'm a bad person and culturally appropriating? And I was like, are you getting paid to do the Macarena? Like that's the problem is you can't steal other people's art and make money off of it. Yeah. Um, I feel truly blessed that I don't have a TikTok account. Um, because I think I would just go crazy, to be honest, um, because I've never been a fan of the app. Like, there are some really amazing creators um, on TikTok that I've seen and that who make me laugh genuinely. I honestly think that, like, some of those TikTokers make better sketches than, like, SNL has in the last 20 years. Yes. Um, but... Then so much of it is like literally just like these white girls who gentrify these dances or they lip sync to like a black person talking. And it just makes me so uncomfortable that I was like, "Mm, this app ain't it for me. I've had, I've had enough and I'm not even on it. Um, but again, like I wish it was better for the actual people who create content that's original and funny and insightful. Um, And I know there's a lot of that on there, but so much of it is just trash. Yes. So if you want to support the culture, you can help by listening to Mariah Carey's Obsessed. (laughs) Yeah. An actual black Out now. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're Eminem. Then maybe don't. (laughs) If you're Eminem, don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. Don't even, don't even try to come near us. Don't even say my name. Don't even. uh, Don't even. Now. Stay away. That was a segue into our next topic. Some real black excellence. Lil Nas excellence. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Call Me By Your Name official, like, cut with real gay people in it. Yes. We love to see it. So, if you haven't heard about this song yet which I'm sure you have even if you haven't heard this song. you've literally been living like a reverend kidnapped you and you've been in a bunker for 15 years (laughs) if you haven't listened to this song yet you're actually Kimmy Schmidt you're actually Kimmy Schmidt and and if you haven't seen this music video and um basically just to set the scene here a little bit Lil Nas X likes to channel his like Tyler Perry or like Eddie Murphy where he just plays different characters in his music video like he's like Um, I don't know, like... He was like, let me do the Nutty Professor, but make it sexy and make it (laughs) devilish. (laughs) Yes, and you know, normally, Natalie and I wouldn't really talk about music videos, but this one... This one had... Well, we would when they're notable. Like, I'm yeah. not going to talk about a boring music video that, like, go girl, give us nothing. Like, <laughs> you know, we're not going to talk about that. But this one was, like... It this was such, one, like, this... First music, of all, the song is a bop. The song is a bop. This man, he he knows how to make music for the masses. He really does. He really does. You'll never get He this has song. range. Like, you go from Old Town Road... To this? To this? To this? Oh! The talent. <laughs> Exceptional. Exceptional. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Yes, but... They I had the Republicans pressed again. Yes. yes. As, like, they do every time a black person is, like, remotely sexual. Yes. So, at the end of this music video, Lil Nas X, this is iconic, slides down a stripper pole into hell. Then he gives Satan a lap dance. Then kills him. Then kills him. And... And we just love to see it. Yeah. (laughs) Because this was basically Lil Nas. Like, this, he came out about like shortly after. Yeah, not too long after Old Time old town Town road Road. just like blew up yes and so and he's talked a lot about how he's really struggled with this part of his identity and it's something that he was always ashamed of and so this music video was literally him being like i don't care if you send me to hell bitch i own hell yes i Um, am hell all it is is just further evidence that barbs are our most powerful soldiers (laughs) braver than the marines i don't get why like republicans think that they're gonna come for a gen z barb you're not winning this argument you the two groups of people that you can never ever come for or you will die barbs and selena gomez fans (laughs) yes but the thing that is so insane about the republican outrage is that like and the christian outrage is that now they're out here defending satan yeah (laughs) make it make sense but they're just like oh oh, that gay man is doing something. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) Not on my watch. Not on my watch. But this is the same kind of outrage that they had, like, when the WAP video came out because, again, they just don't like seeing black people or, like, women be sexual, especially, like, they are, like, not the homosexuals getting sexual now. Like, they don't love to see it. But really, all it is is just, like, these Republicans are just like just say that like your dick is crusty and that it's never touched and go like that's truly it because the rest of us we are doing fine we're loving it we're living for it yes and they're so mad they have to be mad about everything and i just have to say if much music video countdown still existed this video would literally be number one number one for like 12 weeks yes Absolutely. Somebody, I would love to see y'all try and top this. I don't think you can. No. Uh, the, and the, now it just makes me even more excited to see, like, the upcoming generation of barbs who are becoming artists. Yes. Um, My, you know, following in her footsteps, because you remember when she had that VMAs performance? Was um, oh, that the one the Vatican sent her a letter to after? Yeah. And they're just like... Yeah. Stop at Bob's. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never stop them. They like I said they're an untouchable powerful force that cannot be messed with and you will not mess with them. Yes. So if you'd like to support the culture you can watch the Montero Call Me By Your Name video out now. Yes. And I also just learned that Montero is actually little not Nas- ex's real name yes like and I actually i don't know if right? you saw this but he actually wrote a letter to him his 14 year old self after releasing the video just being like hey i released a song with our name in it and i know we promised that we would never you know be out and live our life this way but this is like really helping a lot of people and <gasps> it was so sweet and it also just shows the range that he has because he can go from like this video is so it's so fucking silly yeah, but then he goes so to, much fun Yeah, but then he goes and, like, cuts deep and addresses his old former self and is just, like, showing the growth that he's had. And it's, like, a wonderful thing for other young Black queer people or any queer person, but specifically Black queer people um, or even gender nonconforming people who... Um, who want to have this kind of success? Yeah. Because even just think about how long ago was it that Frank Ocean came out, and there were a ton of rappers that came out and said we're not going to work with him, we're not going to support him. Now that hasn't stopped Frank Ocean's success, but the fact that that was even happening, and you get to see somebody like Lil Nas X just um, share his artistry so freely and be so open about it—that's a really wonderful thing. Yeah. So we're thrilled for your success, Montero. Yes, we love you, and um, with all that being said, that is the end of our episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Sorry we're a little bit late, but we're always on time. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So we'll catch you next Wednesday, maybe. (laughs) TTYL.